Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. I've been getting a lot of emails lately again, and I appreciate every single one of them. Thank you guys for sending them. There's a lot of extra episodes on the Patreon account if you guys want to join that. Patreon.com slash Flat Rate Tech Podcast, obviously. There's my ad. That's all I got. So I wanted to go over a few of the... Well, I'm going to go over one of the emails today. It's pretty interesting. It's a scenario. You know, there's a lot of smoke out there in the air right now. A lot of people trying to survive, right? Whether it's in this industry, the economy, at every level. And it seems like the higher you go up the chain, the more suspicious it gets. So today I want to talk about how you should not give a fuck about what anybody else thinks and how you should do what you want to fucking do and what you have to do to get what you want and where you want. Okay? Just summing up an email. So a lot of people out there go to work and then they go home and they do nothing. They play video games, go out and party, whatever, right? Some people, they go home and they have a side hustle. They got a side job, something they work on. Maybe it has nothing to do with cars. Maybe it's just a hobby. I don't know. There's a lot of side hustles going on right now, alright? And let's say that you have a side hustle after work. You're a tech at a shop, and after work you, I don't know, you build furniture in your garage. Or you build mini bikes in your garage. Let's use mini bikes. I like mini bikes. So let's say you build mini bikes in your garage after work, alright? Let's say you have a Facebook page and you sell them on there. You make posts, pictures of it, pictures of what you're building, mini bikes, people like your shit. You got a following. All right? So let's say you go to work, your shop, the place you work at, and it's slow. And it's been happening for a few weeks. You tell your boss, you got no work, so you're going to go home because you got stuff you could be doing. He says, okay, no problem. As long as you're all caught up. Now let's say this happens at least one time a week for a month or so, okay? So a month goes by. Your boss calls you in the office. And he says, you haven't been turning many hours, what's wrong? You say, I haven't been getting much work. Or the advisors haven't been selling anything. He says, well, you've been leaving early a lot, what's going on? You say, well, if I don't have anything to do, I might as well go home. I got shit I can do at home. You tell him you build mini bikes and sell them online. He says, well, you need to concentrate more on your job here rather than your projects outside of work. I need you 100% focused when you get here and be here all day. Work will show up. You need to be here. Now let's flip this the other way. Let's say your boss or your shop owner has some side gig he's doing. Maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe it's a side gig. He's doing something. You walk in his office, you see him on the computer, and he's on a website that has nothing to do with work. I don't know, let's say it's guns. Just for an example. You tell him, you say, hey, my lift, it's making noises, and the locks don't work on one side. He says, okay, I'll call somebody to come out and fix it. Now let's say the boss leaves work at 10 o'clock in the morning. He shows back up at 1. Now the next day comes... The boss leaves at 11 o'clock and comes back at 2. Still, nobody's come out to fix your lift. You can't use it because it's unsafe, and you shouldn't use it. So you're not making any money, right? 
Well, you go back in the office and talk to him. And he says, oh, I forgot to call somebody. And you look at his computer and see he's on gun broker. And you say, oh, that's a nice Daniel Defense AR-15. He says, yeah, I just bought one last week and for 1500 bucks and sold it today for 2300 And I'm ordering another one. Now, let's say you the tech, the employee. You say to him, well, maybe if you weren't out there selling guns for your side hustle during work hours, maybe you would have remembered to call them and I could be working on cars, making you and I both money. What do you think he would say? Would he say, you know you're right? Would he say, this is none of your fucking business? Mind your own business? Or would he say, just get the fuck out of my office? Think about it. Let's also go over the fact that this economy is fucking terrible. My wife went to McDonald's just to get a breakfast sandwich and it was four fucking dollars for the sandwich alone nothing else four fucking dollars is the quality any better fuck no the biscuit was hard as a fucking rock on the outside dude like always labor rates go up to offset the costs of running the shop makes sense even though the service hasn't changed but hey what happens to the tax pay it stays the same why is this well this would be a long conversation about how to run a shop, which, what it actually costs to pay one technician, even though they get paid 30 bucks an hour, it really costs the company whatever for insurance, blah, blah, fucking blah. Well, us technicians don't really give a shit about the numbers. We only care about our fucking pay, right? And when we see the labor rate go up, what we see is the shop making more money off of our fucking backs, and our pay stays the same. It's bullshit. That's what we think, right? It's fucking bullshit. Because it is. I once heard a manager say that we are basically retail stores now. And we sell services. Well, no, we're not. We're not fucking Walmart. We sell labor, right? Our labor. Walmart can raise the prices on products, but it doesn't change how the stock clerks stock them. It didn't get any heavier. It didn't get any better. No, it's a product that the price has been raised. The stock clerks don't give a shit. They don't care. They're just putting boxes on fucking shelves. Doesn't matter how much the shit costs. The McDonald's employee doesn't give a shit. It just takes the same amount of fucking time to cook it in the fucking grease. And they don't get paid for production. They get paid by the hour. But when it comes to a shop, it's different. Labor rates go up. Tech pay stays the same. Warranty labor times change. And sometimes they even get worse. But the jobs are more and more of a pain in the ass to fucking do. The recalls are getting fucking insane. If you don't follow them step by step, you'll miss something. Then if you follow it step by step, you took two hours to do a recall that paid you point fucking three. Update the PCM. Doesn't tell you you gotta update seven other fucking modules. Doesn't pay you for it either. Should we get paid hourly for recalls? Maybe. Maybe we should. I don't know. But it almost seems like shops still don't care about the technicians. Not all shops, but most. They don't care. It's a business, they say. Well, so is my side hustle. It's my business, not yours. If you've ever been fired from a shop for whatever reason or seen somebody get fired, you know they don't give a shit about you. You've seen it. Managers talk shit, dude, about a technician that they let go. They shit on him. Even if it was the best tech in the shop and he quits and goes to another shop, of course the manager will try to keep him, but then if he doesn't stay, they'll talk shit about him. And they'll talk shit about where they're going. 
It's all ego, man. I don't really like shitting on managers, dude. Because not all of them are bad. Not all shop owners are bad. But unfortunately, the bad ones are the ones that stand out. And unfortunately, it is what it is, dude. Basically, if y'all have a side hustle and you're making money, fucking keep doing it. Fuck them. If they had one, they'd be doing it too, dude. Another email. Somebody asked me why I haven't had any of the other guests, other podcasts have had on. Well, for one, they haven't reached out to me. Hey, making noises. Another reason is I haven't reached out to them. I don't know who they are. And basically, I'm blacklisted from all the sites and groups. So, for whatever reason, shadow banned. Most of the other automotive podcasts are on the independent side, not the dealership side. So it's way different from what I can tell. I've said this shit before. The independent side has a lot more shit to deal with, more than the dealership side. Most dealerships are ran by corporations with fucking too many managers. It's all games. Plus, I like to hear from technicians. Real shit. Real people actually doing the damn shit. That's basically why. Let me look through here. At the other emails. Here's another one. Let me see. I put notes. Alright, this one, basically, I got an email from a listener who's a new technician. He's about one year in. He said that he likes working at his dealership. He enjoys working on cars, but he's still in the lube shop. He said he's been wanting to do more than just oil changes and the occasional used car, because those are getting hard to come by, and sales tries everything they can to not buy anything. Well, that's what they all do. Numbers, dude. He's been wanting to shadow a line tech and has been told to stay in the lube shop. He wanted to follow a tech during a diagnosis to learn how to fucking do it and was told no. Oh, why not? So basically, he's a new tech that has been in the lube shop for a year and has been wanting to move up into the shop. He wants to level up, but every time he tries to shadow a tech, he gets told no. So what are the reasons for this to happen? Does he have enough experience to move in the shop? Probably not. You've only been in the lube shop for a fucking year, so... I mean, I don't know. I don't work there. Sometimes you end up in a lube shop for two years. I don't know. I don't know your... I don't know your skills. Now, is your manager not wanting you to move into the shop for a reason? I don't know. But he's been wanting to shadow techs in the shop. In turn, he gains knowledge and experience at no fucking cost to the dealership as long as there's a tech in the shop that will allow him to shadow him and help him, which I'm sure there is, but they still said no. So that's a problem. Is this guy any good at being a lube tech? Does he show up to work on time, comebacks, fuck shit up? I don't know. I don't fucking work there. Some of the reasons why they won't let you shadow a tech is they'll make up excuses and tell you you're just not ready yet, which could be true. Maybe. Or they just don't want you in the fucking shop fucking up big jobs if you suck. That bad, you know? But really, if you suck that bad, you should move on to something else like selling fucking vape pens or some shit. I mean, I could go on and on with managers' excuses why they won't move them up to the shop, but the main reasons why they keep you in the lube dungeon as long as they can is they can't replace you. Or you don't have the mental capacity to work in the shop. Not meaning that you're fucking retarded, but you're unstable. 
inconsistent. <laughs> I don't know. You're doing good enough where you're at, so let's just keep it this way. I don't know. But if you know you're ready and you know they're holding you back from furthering your career as a technician and you've tried several times to get out of the lube shop and been shot down by management, guess what? It's time to shop around, dude. Everybody's hiring. Everybody's looking for talent. Don't be stuck wasting your life in a fucking lube shop, or at any shop for that matter, when they don't recognize your potential to move up. Most of them are going to use you as long as they can, and when you quit, you tell them they wouldn't move you up in the shop or send you to training, whatever. You've been busting your ass every day and nothing has changed, so you're off to a better place. Then the manager's going to have a meeting after you quit and say that it was your fault why you didn't move up. He'll put the blame on you to make himself look better and to give the other lube techs that are about to quit some kind of fucking hope that maybe, just maybe, they'll be able to move into the shop. But they won't. They won't. It's all it is, dude. It's a game. Hours are the most important fucking number in this game. Bags. The more hours you make, the more bags you carry out of the fucking bank, dude. The more hours you make, the more you get away with. That's how it works. If you get comebacks and you only turn 30 hours a week consistently, you're on the shit list, dude. Wake up. Now, if you turn 75, 80 hours plus a week consistently cranking out work and you get a comeback every other week, it's not a big deal because you're cranking out hours, making the shop money, numbers. They'll just give your fucking comebacks to somebody else so you can fuck up some more shit. Ah. There's a tech in your shop right now doing this shit. Cranking out the most hours in the shop, probably hacking shit up, not even doing half the fucking job, and still flagging it. Everybody knows it. Nothing happens to him, right? He shows up late, leaves early, still makes 25 fucking hours a day. And you probably had to fix a couple of his fucking comebacks today. He's playing a game, dude, and he's fucking winning. He's winning. He's a fucking hack and he's winning. We gotta do something about those fucking scumbags, dude. We really do. Super fucking hacks. So to that email, I suggest going to another shop and interviewing with them and ask if they have a plan for a lube tech to follow in order to move into the shop. Shop around, dude. Listen to that episode. I don't know what number it is. So shop around through the episodes and find it, dude. Oh, man. If you want more episodes, if you want to listen to the My Journey as a Tech series, it's all on my Patreon page. Five bucks a month if you decide to sign up. If not, I don't blame you. Try it out for a month. It's five bucks. There's other stuff on there too. Don't forget to follow the Facebook page, Flat Rate Tech Podcast. Instagram, Flat Rate Tech underscore podcast. My badass website, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. Still free. I ain't paying for a fucking website if I can get it for free. Your boy's a fucking cheap ass. I wouldn't pay five bucks for no Patreon account. That's just me. But hey, maybe mine's worth it to you. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I go live on there streaming, fucking getting my ass kicked on Call of Duty. So if you want to check that shit out, I stream with my buddy who should be on the fucking podcast with me but won't come over and do it. But hey, don't forget to rate and review. I got like 87 reviews on uh, Spotify. That's fucking awesome, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's get that shit to 100. 
That'd make me happy. If I get to a hundred reviews on Spotify, I'll release one of the Patreon-only episodes. I don't know which one it's going to be, but it's not going to be... <laughs> if I get to a hundred reviews on Spotify for the podcast, I will release something from the Patreon on here as a bonus. Just because. I gotta do something. And when you do join the Patreon page, if you want stickers, there's a post pinned on there. Email me or message me your address and I'll send them to you. So... Even if you don't like what's on the Patreon, at least you get some fucking stickers out of it, right? All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.